so many opportunities for growth and development are out there when it comes to coaching. And I'm just, I'm very, very excited to kind of break it down for you. If you're in this phase where you aren't sure, but you're kind of thinking about coaching and and want to know what to look for, what to watch out for. So first of all, the most common question that I get is what's the difference between coaching and therapy? And one of the most common explanations that even I in the past have used to explain um, has been, oh, well, you know, therapy is focusing on your past and in working through that. And then coaching is focusing on your future. But you know what? I don't agree with that. I've changed my mind and I really don't think that's a good representation of coaching or of therapy because plenty of therapists help us in the day-to-day and help us with our future goals and whatnot. So what really is the difference? Well, there's a huge difference in training and focus. And there's some things that, that therapists can do that coaches cannot. And that's not necessarily true on the flip side. There's not really anything that a coach can do that a therapist cannot. Um, So therapists really are kind of your go-to for all things mental health, uh, for all things just figuring your life out, figuring your past out, and, and sometimes figuring your future out as well. So therapists are also psychologists, right? They have gone to school and they have studied this and they have certain credentials and they have certain trainings, quite a lot, quite a lot of of training and, and practice and whatnot. Okay. And then, um, coaches on the other hand, do not legally need any training. Okay. So this is why I'm doing this episode is because I have people asking me, I swear, like it feels like every other day, just be like, oh my gosh, like what do I need in a coach? Or, you know, I had someone ask me the other day, they're like, I want to make a coaching training. How do I get ICF certified? Right. So like, what do all these words mean? (laughs) Because it's a lot, it's a lot. So essentially, if you're dealing with a therapist, you're pretty much, you know, in good hands. Um, as long as their licensure is good, as long as, you know, they're not a fraud, then typically therapists are good. Coaches on the other hand, there's a few questions that you can ask to kind of figure out what kind of trainings they've had and, and how they're certified and and different things like that. Now I'm going to put out a little disclaimer here. And that is, I know that some people will argue and say, oh, well, Sarah, my coach is fantastic and she's not ICF credentialed and all this. And you know what? That is great. That is fantastic. And I understand that those coaches are out there. So what I'm trying to prevent here is somebody just blindly going into a coaching relationship and then having an awful experience because the person is not trained and then it forever scarring anything coaching and therapy in the future. But if you have a coach that you know is not credentialed, then they are not certified and you love them and it's great, then by all means, okay, like that is your personal decision that is for you to judge. And I I understand that sometimes the best people are not certified and credentialed, but in my limited experience, I consider that to be a very rare phenomenon. So what 
do we need to be asking when we're looking for a coach? The first thing you should be asking is, are you a certified coach? What does that mean? Are you an ICF certified coach? So first of all, ICF is the International Coaching Federation. ICF is the only entity that is legitimately bringing legitimacy to the coaching industry. They are the only ones providing standards, credentialing, providing accreditation to courses and whatnot. They're the only ones out there. So if anyone's talking about ICF, you know you're headed in the right direction. So if someone is a certified ICF professional, then they have completed at least 60 hours of coaching specific training accredited through ICF. Okay, so 60 hours, they've got a little bit of education under their belt. That's what certified means. So if someone says, oh, I'm a certified coach, then you say, oh, are you ICF certified? And they say, yes. And you're like, oh my gosh, so you've done your 60 hours. And they say, hopefully, yes. (laughs) All right. And then there's credentialing. So after someone becomes certified, they can just practice and say, oh, I'm a certified coach and everything's good, right? A credentialed coach has a lot more that they have to do, all right? So a credentialed coach has to be certified and, so they have to do 60 hours of ICF accredited training, and at a minimum, they need 10 hours of mentoring from another ICF coach that is at a higher level which we'll talk about more. There's three coaching levels. So if you're being trained at a coaching level one, then your mentor has to be at a level two or higher. Okay. And so 10 mentoring hours, 60 hours of education. And then that person also has had to have coached for 100 hours. They have had to been doing a hundred hours of coaching or more to say that they are credentialed and 75 of those 100 have to be compensated. They do have to be compensated. So not only are they coaching, but people have to like want them (laughs) to coach them, right? They're not just going down to anybody on the street and saying, Hey, can I give, you know, coaching to you and just accumulating their 100 hours. They might start that way for the other 25, but 75 have to be compensated coaching hours. And then they have to undergo a three-hour exam. And this exam is all about, like, it's like a situational exam. So you go into the exam and it says, oh, here's the scenario. What would you do as a coach? And they have to choose the best answer and the worst answer. And they have to pass that with a certain percentage or higher. I think it is 70%, but now I'm second-guessing myself and I'm thinking 75%, but I'm pretty certain it's 70%. Um, So there's that. So now that you know the difference between a certified coach and a credentialed coach, this is the perfect time to go out and use this information that you have in in going to people and saying, all right, you're a coach, like I want to learn more, right? All of that. Okay. And this will really help you know, right? Maybe you don't want a credentialed coach. Maybe you just want a certified coach. That's totally fine. There are awesome. I worked with amazing certified coaches. Just make sure they are ICF certified, right? Because anyone really can just say, oh, I'm a certified coach. And, (laughs) and it is scary. Okay. 
There are $7 courses out there on how to become a life coach, and it freaks me out so much, hence this episode. So really, it's the, the industry is not really regulating. So regulation falls to the consumer, which is so sad and, and so scary in my humble opinion. Um, but the good news is, is that if you just know the right things to do and the right things to ask, then you should be good to go. All right, what else should you be doing? Ask if they have a discovery session or a complimentary call. Most coaches will have calls that range from 15 minutes to an, I've seen as long as an hour and a half, which is just incredible to me, a complimentary session where you can kind of just get on a call. Most coaching these days is on Zoom, although if you can find someone in person, that's great. But in my experience, it's mostly on Zoom. So you hop on and they, they'll they probably ask you a few questions about what's going on. You may or may not have time for a full on coaching session, but it's enough time to kind of get to know them, ask your questions, have them ask you questions and get a vibe. I am all for the vibes. If you are just feeling uncomfortable, if you feel like it would be really hard to be vulnerable with this person, like all of those things, that's okay. All right. Like shop long and hard for your ideal coach. And that's totally fine. That is totally, totally fine. Okay. So you're going to hop on that call. You're going to ask about, you know, are you, are you credentialed or certified or both? Um, you know, if you even wanted to, you could be like, Hey, can I see your certificates? Like you really can do as much deep diving as you want here. Um, and really ask all the questions. Okay. You can say how many hours of coaching training do you have? Because coaches should be keeping meticulous track in their coaching logs of everyone they've coached and for how many hours and from what dates and, and all that, because ICF does come around and audit our client rosters, you know, so you can ask like, how many hours do you have? You can also ask about niche. Um, you should probably know this before getting on the call, uh, based on their social media, um, based on the content they're putting out. But if you're unclear at all, I would just ask like, what is your niche and how did you get into that niche? Um, what inspires you to do that? And then ask about other results, right? Hey, what results have you gotten for other clients in my situation? Have you been able to, to do something like this in the past, right? And it's okay if the answer is no, but at least you know, oh, my coach is a little bit newer at this situation, but you know what? I really like her and she's going to be awesome. And we're just going to do this. That's awesome. My whole thing is it's totally fine wherever the coach is at, as long as you're okay with where the coach is at and you know right? We want you to just make an informed decision because at the end of the day, that's what really matters is that you are in a good place. Okay. Um, you can also ask about testimonials. They should have testimonials either posted on Google, posted on their website, posted on their social, see what other people are saying, whether those testimonials are from sometimes, sometimes they're on Google, but this is one industry that unfortunately is lagging a bit behind. So you might have to do a little bit of digging when it comes to testimonials. So those are a couple of things. Now, how to decide if you should be shopping for a therapist or for a coach. So if you are dealing with severe anxiety, severe depression, like severe mental health stuff, that's a pretty good sign that you should probably be seeing a therapist and any good coach will be okay with that and and they will be encouraging that. It is outside their scope to give mental health help, especially shy away from any coaches that are like 
trauma certified or like any of these things, I have as yet to see a credible trauma coaching program because that is kind of a contradiction in and of itself. Trauma should be handled by a therapist and I really don't want to know. Like I <laughs> I'm like being sarcastic, but like I, I don't want to know that you've just had a $7 course on trauma coaching because I would literally die. I would literally die. And but I know I know there is stuff like that on the market. Hence this episode, because I'm so passionate about consumers knowing what they're getting involved with, because it can be kind of a wild west out there. So after asking all of these questions of your coach, asking them about their practice, asking them about the results they've gotten, asking about how many hours they have, asking what, you know, where did you go? Where did you go and do your training? And, and that is just, it's super, super important to, to double check all these things because at the end of the day, you want to be informed. The other question I get is, oh, Sarah, you know, is it possible to do coaching and therapy or, you know, the other thing I get too is Sarah, I've tried therapy and I can't, like, I just, it's not working and I, I still have this mental health stuff and and all that, but I do not want therapy are you okay to just go to a coach at that point? Yeah, because because you need support from wherever you can get it. Honestly, in my opinion, should you keep looking for a therapist in my humble opinion and or go to a doctor? Yeah, mm-hmm, I think so. But you know what? I'm just the coach here. As for me and, and different coaches may be different on this, but I will recommend, like I recommend constantly. I'm like, go to a nutritionist, go to a therapist, please go to, you know, this is outside my scope. And sometimes the response is, you know, Sarah, I'd love to, but I want to just be here with you. And I say, you know what? You are more than welcome. As long as you are here, I will help you as best as I can within my scope. I'm not going to be like, all right, sounds good. Let me put my therapy hat on. All right. So you're diagnosed with depression now. And like, oh my gosh, egregious. No, absolutely not. I would continue to serve as a coach in the best way that I can without stepping over my scope. Um, whilst really, um, you know, trying to support you in finding all the resources that you need within your comfortability level. But at the end of the day, you are in complete control, which leads me to another thing. The difference between coaching and consulting is one that I see mistaken all the time. If your coach is doing most of the talking, or if you come across someone who's just giving advice and, and they are just making life advice all the time, then that's not coaching. That's consulting. And I think that's something that I get mistaken for a lot. When I say I'm a life coach, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, no, you're so good at life. I would take any advice from you. And I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) thank you. But I can't give you advice. That's not what coaching is. Coaching is me asking you lots of questions and me saying, oh, you know, in answer to my other question two minutes ago, you mentioned that this was a value, but but now this might be your top value. What do you think about that? Like it's kind of listening to you and noticing patterns and asking follow-up questions and saying, oh, well, you know, based on our session last week from our discovery, you know, this and, but I'm curious, like, what do you think about maybe trying this other thing that you came up with in today's session? Like it's really magnifying what you already have. 
Because my opinion is, is that we all have what it takes to take care of ourselves inside of ourselves. It's ultimately the coach's job to help the client do that. If your coach is preaching, if they're like given a sermon every week, that is not a coach. I'm sorry, but that they are not doing their job right. Um, they're supposed to be mostly listening. They're supposed to be just asking very sparing questions. They're supposed to just be very, very minimalistic, but effective in asking very powerful questions that make you think and make you dig and make you decide on what you want the solution to be. And that's another way I think that coaching is a little different than therapy is as therapists in my experience, you know, they, they do say, Oh, like this is what's happening and this is how we need to deal with it. Like, right. They are prescribing treatment and they are helping in that way. But if coaches are doing that, that's not coaching. That's either, that's either therapy. If they are a licensed clinical social worker, or if they are, you know, any number of the other designations that therapists have. So what kind of things can I be coached on? That's another question I get a lot. Anything, (laughs) you name it, you can be coached on it. There are, um, there are relationship coaches there are business coaches, there are like parenting coaches, there are dog mom coaching, like everything, anything you can think of. There's intimacy coaches. There is literally a coach for anything you would want. Now, do you need to like find your specific niche to have an awesome coaching experience? Sometimes yes, sometimes no, right? I have had Coaches that were very different niches than I thought I needed. But at the end of the day, like the coaching skill set, if it is a good coach, if they are credentialed, if they are doing it right, then the coaching skill set is really universal and it can help with almost any issue or problem that you are coming across, with the exception of mental health diagnoses, right? If you are having a hard time in a romantic relationship, if you are having a hard time setting boundaries with family members or with friends, if you are just feeling super stressed out, like if you're just like, oh my gosh, life is really hard lately, right? That is a perfect time to go to a coach. If you have done therapy work on letting go of anger towards someone and and you've done all the work, um, but you still just have a little bit of trouble letting go, like just tying up the loose ends after therapy, coaching is for that. Um, and so I see a lot of like, oh, parenting coaches, like, oh, learn how to do my technique and my method. That is consulting for parents. Okay. Learn to know the difference. Like if they're, if they're teaching you a method, if they are putting you through like a bunch of knowledge and stuff, then that is consulting. I do coaching and consulting, right? And it just depends on what program you sign up for. Because the pure coaching is not, it's not consulting, but a lot of coaches, they will, you know, they'll make an offer and they'll turn it into coaching with a little bit of consulting, which is totally awesome. Um, just know the difference. So really you can be coached on anything. Sky is the limit. There is so much that can be improved. And even like I feel like you can have a coach and improve in ways, even if you don't feel like you're broken, right? I actually love this type of coaching. Um, when, when people come to me and they're like, you know what? My life is pretty great, but I would love for it to be even better. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Let's do it. Because 
I feel like if you can increase your self-awareness, increase your routines and habits that you love and, and all of those things preventively, um, you know, when life gets hard, I feel like those are amazing things that you can turn to. And, you know, when you're stressed and when you're having a hard time and like all of those things can come up because you really reinforced yourself and your self-development in your coaching. Um, and it can be a really, really great way to, to develop. So I hope that answers a few questions on the differences between coaching and therapy and consulting. What even is a coach? Like what experience do they have that could help you? And, and what are the different ways that, you know, you can differentiate between the three. The last thing that I want to take into consideration with you as we go along and go out into the world is is the different levels of coaching. Okay. So if you are dealing with a level one versus a level three coach, what's the difference? Um, because it is, um, all a bit different. Does it matter? In my opinion, like, yeah, you can kind of tell a difference between the three if you're really if you really got a trained eye um but like should you be going out and getting um an mcc coach maybe if you feel like it (laughs) but uh you know in my mind it just depends like if you're just there for coaching if you just want to try things out it doesn't really matter um and honestly there are some pretty phenomenal level one coaches um, that even the best professionals think are MCCs when they're really not like, and you know what you get to decide, you get to decide when you go and meet your coach, if you feel like, um, you know, you want someone like that, if you want someone more certified, if you want someone that's more caring, I feel like it's more important to get someone that you can be more vulnerable with and feel cared for. And, um, just feel like you can have a fantastic relationship with, um, more than the coaching, but I, the coaching, um, education levels, but you know, if you are curious, here we go. So there are three levels of coaches, ACC associate certified coach, PCC professional certified coach, or MCC master certified coach. So level one is ACC level two is PCC level three is MCC. Like I said, the ACC, so to become like a minimally, like what is the bare minimum to become a credentialed coach? Well, it's the level one um, standards, right? So for an ACC, you have to complete 60 hours of coach specific education and 100 hours of client coaching experience. Okay. So that's ACC. Level two, PCC, you have to complete 125 hours of coach-specific education and 500 hours of client coaching experience. All right. And then for your MCC level three, you have to hold or have a PCC credential, complete 200 hours of of coach-specific education and 2,500 hours of client coaching experience. So next time you're like talking with someone and they're like, oh, I'm a coach. You'll be like, oh my gosh, are you an ACC, PCC, or MCC? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm a PCC. Like, you know, and like, it would just be super cool for them because they work so hard on these different credentials and, and they matter and they really are super, super great. 
to, to follow along with and, you know, just ask them, just ask them, like, where are you at in your coaching journey? Um, because it is a lot. It is quite a lot to, to make it happen. Now, last note, if you are interested in becoming a coach, because I get this a lot as well, where do you start? Well, go to the ICF website and you can take a look at all of the accredited education. You can, they have a page and you can filter for like, in person, um, university, um, online, like that you can filter for everything and you can filter for like ACC, PCC, MCC. That is where you want to choose a course from. There are so many courses out there and it's so overwhelming. And like, at least when I looked, I was like, oh my gosh, how do I delineate between the $7 one and the $27,000 one? Because they do exist. And the answer is, Go to the ICF website and make sure that they're accredited and then just do the searching from there. Ask your questions, email these coaching institutes and coaching academies and universities and whatever and see what they have to say. And that is the best place to start if you are interested in the coaching journey. So with all that being said, I hope you have a fantastic week and that if you have not considered coaching, do consider it. Just think about it. You know, like I said, Wherever you are, your coach can meet you and your life will be exponentially better because you will increase in your personal awareness. All the good things will be magnified. You will know how to handle the less desirable emotions, events, people, whatever it may be, and you'll be equipped and really have a lot of the preventative measures put in place for when life gets tougher. And I am a just super, super strong advocate of coaching when done right. And now you know how to ask, how to see, how to find out if your coach is the one for you. And without further ado, I will see you next time. Thanks so much.